This is Richard. Thanks for joining me today as my co-host. We are talking about our date night we just had to Del Frisco's, which is a steakhouse in Louisville. This is the original location of the Del Frisco's Steakhouse. There are others throughout the country, as you will hear. We will talk a little bit about the history we learned here. But first, we're going to talk about our experience going into Del Frisco's. What were you expecting, and was it different than you expected going in, Richard? So, I was kind of expecting, um, like, a, um, a really pretentious steakhouse, especially the way you'd been talking about it to hype me up for going. I was, I was like, okay, so this is going to be one of those places where I'm going to feel guilty being in, like, a polo shirt and khakis. So, that's exactly what you wore? Well, that's all what I'm going to wear anywhere. I go. No, it's not. You have dress clothes. Yeah, but I don't wear them. You do sometimes when I make you. I didn't make you wear them, so why did you think that would not be okay? I Look, figured we you'd just give it up on me as a person. <laughs> they, yeah, that's really since last week. <laughs> no, we looked at pictures, and there were people in hoodies in the pictures at this restaurant, and I was like, well, he looks better than if he were wearing a hoodie. So, man, I could have worn a hoodie. No don't wear like you can do whatever you want whatever anyway so going into del frisco's it felt as nice as going somewhere like ruth's chris but it didn't feel like everybody made eye contact with you and felt warm and inviting and i couldn't put my finger on it because it wasn't like overly decorated it was just I would say discreetly decorated. There were nice modern light fixtures. Um, and then almost every table had chairs. There weren't a whole lot of booths or anything like that. Um, there was a bar area. But um, I couldn't put my finger on what made it feel so relaxed. Compared to how I'm even used to going into the steakhouse. So I think maybe part of it was the tone of... The workers and servers there maybe because they were just very approachable or they kept approaching us like over and over again to just take care of us i mean i swear we had five different uh server or bus boys or mm -hmm. um it was or food deliverers or whatever they were doing every every time somebody new came to our table and they well, were all positive and... by, i felt like they were talking to us making eye contact and checking mm -hmm. on us even if they weren't even our server they mm -hmm. were just like are, do you is can can we get you another thing right now? And I'm like, right. That no, I'm I'm good. Somebody asked me five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and then they okay. took care of it. Well, we were drinking our water kind of fast, and they were topping us off as fast. as I they mean, could go. I, I'm one of those people. Maybe you're like this too. Uh, you go to any kind of sit down restaurant and you order a soda. You're gonna drink like five twenty ounce cups. I mean, that is what you do. That is yes. what I do. Listeners, if you do that too, props to you. Respect. Get your money's worth. Well, and I just want to point out, like, these, there were lots of other people in this restaurant. It was very busy for a Thursday evening. And as these people were walking past our table, these servers, bussers, food deliverers, whatever they were, they were checking on everybody equally. Like, they were. we did not feel 
we felt like that was the norm there. So um, they were they definitely us... taking customer service to the next level. Yeah, and so like they brought us bread, so you have your complimentary bread to start with, and then we had that was a appetizers. huge bread roll too. It was it? and fluffy. It was really nice. I hate chewy bread. I'm like, I did not come here to work on chewing things other than steak. So um, that was really nice. And then um, they we had appetizers. You want to talk about your appetizer? So I got the French onion soup, and it was very good. Um, the the bread with it, the cheese, the the onions. It was it was a very well done French onion soup. Not the best I've ever had, uh, but definitely in the top fifty percent. It was it was a really good French onion soup. And this man is a French onion soup snob. Okay, he does not like the French onion soup at Brasserie Provence. Okay, so. Him saying that he really liked it and would want it again means a lot to him. So, um, he could only think of one other place that he liked better, which, so he's not saying this is the second best French onion soup I've ever had and I get it everywhere. But that is what he said at the table. Just it was so really know, good. That's what he said at the table. <laughs> I'm outing you. <laughs> so I had the escargot with mushrooms. And don't worry, guys, there are pictures on our Instagram and Facebook. Um, so the escargot is snails, if you didn't know that. A lot of the time, you will be digging the snails out of their shells. But in this case, they were all, there were no shells. They were, that part had already been taken care of, and they were mixed in with the mushroom. So, like, there was, I think, six or seven um, individual, like, snails on top of mushrooms but they were like drenched in like this garlic butter and then they had came out with half a lemon with a little net over it so you could squeeze out the lemon without getting the seeds in it it was so cute i was like wow um i tried one of them and you ate the rest because i was only gonna try one of them it had a really smoky flavor i thought it was really cool how the mushrooms really complemented it i was really interested to try it and I was very happy with it. I don't like raw things and it was on the slimy side but the smoky flavor was really nice. It wasn't too salty or anything. So I was happy about that. So um, for our entrees, it's a steakhouse and they are phenomenally known for their steaks. So we had to both get variations on steak. Would you like to talk about your entree? So I got the tornado. Uh, which looks like the word tornadoes on the menu. And so I was picturing in my head when I, when I ordered it, because it said, you know, uh, steak tips in, in a, a, burgundy wine sauce. a burgundy wine sauce surrounded by Duchess potatoes and some forget, white cheddar cheese and smothered with cheddar cheese. And mm -hmm. I forgot, or maybe just never even never knew, knew, never knew, uh, what Duchess potatoes were. I was thinking it was going to be like diced potatoes of some kind, and it would be like some kind of uh, mix like that. Duchess potatoes are basically really fancy mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And so the whole thing wound up tasting a lot like a um, like, like a shepherd's pie. Where in a shepherd's pie, like the mashed potatoes would be on the top, so it was like a reverse shepherd's pie. But well, it was like meat and potatoes. It was It was meat and mashed potatoes, uh, in a burgundy sauce with cheese involved, and it was it was very good. Mm -hmm. It was tasty. I I definitely enjoyed it. I couldn't eat half of it. It was so mm -hmm. filling. Well, 
And it's a good thing we tried yours first. Because I ordered the 10 ounce filet, you guys. And I was, we had deliberated, should we get toppings on it? Because you could get it Oscar style with your seafood and hollandaise. You can get it with different like mushroom or truffle seasonings or peppercorn butter or whatever if for an upcharge, right? And these are like, on average, maybe like $50 steaks, right? So you want it to be good, right? Well, um, we didn't get anything extra on this. This was just unadulterated steak. And that was the best steak I've ever put in my mouth. Oh my goodness. I was so jealous. Yeah. I, I, she yeah. let me try one bite of her steak and I was like, I hey. made a mistake. Yeah. And then after that, you had several more bites of my steak, which is fine. But don't be acting like I didn't give you more because I totally gave you more. Okay, okay. Now, the, the tornado was good. I don't want to down the tornado, but no. that... It's good if you don't know about the filet. Yeah, but you guys, mignon. now you know and you're responsible for your knowledge. So, we got them both done medium. They were both cooked just right and it was fine. But listen, you guys, I generally am not a steak person. Like, I would prefer potatoes to steak, just as a rule. I would prefer chicken and salmon to most steaks that I have experienced in my life. So, this steak was so phenomenal. Like... I get why people get excited about steak now. And I never got it before, but I know now, you guys. Was it a game changer for It you? was a game changer for me. The oh game has been changed. Ah, I'm going to have to go to so many more steakhouses now and just see. And then if they're not as good as Del Frisco steak, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> They've ruined steaks for all these other restaurants for me. <laughs> so after our appetizers, after our delicious main courses, uh, then we got to move on to dessert. Which mm -hmm. started <laughs> with um, a, what was it? A berry fruit? tart a with berry vanilla tart. ice cream. So I was wondering if it was going to be tangy because you hear tart and you're like, is it going to be like citrusy kind of with some berryness? No, this berry tart was like blackberry cobbler and, and maybe some raspberries with, um, it was like cobbler. It was warm and had the ice cream melting into it so it was just like my grandma's blackberry cobbler and it made me so happy and then um i had the bailey's alexander which had what was it like chocolate cocoa and um i guess it had bailey no it was the brandy alexander excuse right, me i'm sorry alexander. i spoke yeah it had brandy in it and um the cocoa crema or whatever and i think also the other thing. Hang on, I took a picture of the I made a note of it. So those were those were delicious. Oh they were. They were. And we were done. We were done. We were done. When the owner came over to our table and we started talking and like talking about the like the pictures we had taken and everything. He, he was like, wait if you're taking pictures of, of things. Well, with, let's just finish with the desserts, okay? Right. Because I, okay. I, before I forget. So he was like, we're featuring these desserts that are not on the menu. So we had not had the opportunity to order them. The carrot cake was on the menu. Was it on the menu? Okay, but the lemon cake was not. So he said, apparently, um, Fox News has made a big deal about Del Frisco's in New York and their lemon cake. I didn't know this, but he was like, we didn't have a lemon cake here at our original location of Del Frisco's. And he said they went and tried that Del yes, Frisco's to make sure they could replicate like, it. And they were like, this we don't isn't wanna. even that good. Yeah. He was like, he wanted a good lemon cake. Mm -hmm. So he sourced local. 
Yes. And so these girls locally make some lemon cake, which we thought tastes like grandma's lemon icebox pie. And it had like meringue on the side. It was just perfect. And, and then uh, she loved the, the lemon pound cake. He made me try the carrot cake and I about died, y'all. Um, it was so good. <laughs> um, it was... I was like, why did I waste my time with other foods when I could have been having this carrot cake? <laughs> I, I had no room in me and was still trying to eat some of this ice cream and carrot cake. And it was, it was wow. Um, yeah. So the lemon pound cake was made by these local girls starting their own bakery. I don't think they have like a set location yet, but um, it's called the Treatery. And then the carrot cake comes from the teacup which is in Taylorsville, and he lives in Taylorsville, so he said he brings it to the restaurant. It was good. Dude, that stuff was legit. And we had not heard that their desserts were the stuff of legend, but they are now, so mm -hmm. now you know. Um, speaking of the stuff of legend, this restaurant has now been there, or have been in existence for 40 years. It was founded in 1981, by um, his in-laws. Mm -hmm. The current owner is the son-in-law mm -hmm. of... And his wife, which is their daughter. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. co-owners. Right. Uh, the daughter and son-in-law of the original founders. Mm -hmm. And uh, this particular Del Frisco's is separate from the Del Frisco's chain uh, that runs mm -hmm. through most of the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. It, this Del Frescos actually got up to five locations mm -hmm. in Indianapolis mm -hmm. and I think two in Indianapolis, one in Lexington, one in Cincinnati, and then the Louisville location, but they sold those off after the founder passed away. So or before the founder passed away. This right. Is he explanation. Kind of simplified it down mm -hmm. to just the one core location that mm -hmm. um it was it was Vince. Mm -hmm. Uh Vince Woods is the manager that, or mm -hmm. the owner that we met with tonight. And so um, he said they had been in the St. Matthew's location almost that entire time, and then the roof caved in, and so they had to not, relocate. Not at their restaurant, but in the well, same building. It was connected, and connected. so they had to move, plus the pandemic shut everything down, so it just like extended the woes of the restaurant for 2020. But they just moved to behind P.F. Chang's on Hurstbourne, mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful building. Um, and it feels really new, but it was I a restaurant before. I think you said before. they just opened back up in November? Yes, because they had opened it in November from moving from St. Matthew's. Mm -hmm. so, and, and they it, just built a patio. It said that the relocation actually got them so much more business. Yes, he said it, they were like praying for business over at the other location. And here at the Hurstbourne location, they're always busy so definitely be making a reservation if you want to go there oh yeah and the atmosphere the customer service the mm -hmm. food all of it it's understandable why they're busy yes so we kind of found that part of the reason that it felt so welcoming there was like this guy feels like it's his home like this is his baby he was like i put in this flooring myself with my son 
in and I um, put in these light fixtures and he was telling us about these beautiful globe light fixtures we were complimenting. He said, yeah, these LED light fixtures, when we first hung them up, they were so bright. We felt like we were walking around inside a tanning bed and it was unacceptable <laughs> and I was like trying to sleep and I was tossing and turning and having a nightmare because I was like, what am I going to do? We're about to open and these lights just can't be, but there, that's what we have. So he said, and God told him in a dream or something to find translucent or transparent foil tape. So he went to like Lowe's or something and got transparent foil tape. Taped up a thousand light bulbs. There were so many light bulbs, you guys. And he wrapped each, he got up on a ladder and he wrapped each one individually and with love, you guys. And so like that's some commitment right there i don't know if i believe in like the aura of a place or the vibe of a place but if you don't you probably will after you go here because like the commitment and the passion of these owners i feel like has really just seeped into the whole place because um they're just so dedicated to like making it excellent and they really love it and they want you to have a good experience and just it's really heartfelt and you can feel that uh, I wanted to also point out um, we mentioned the price point of the steaks and stuff like that and then the shareable sides are about ten dollars each and the yeah, appetizers you, are like go $18. and you should go definitely bring your wallet because mm -hmm. this is this is not it's not Arby's it's not, it's not well, and it's not Chili's. It's not Chili's. It's not it's a sit-down restaurant like Chili's. This is not a two for twenty place. But I want to reassure you, it's not like Ruth's Chris where you go and there's no prices on the menu, and then you ask what the price is, and they look down their nose at you, and they're like, "Well, if you have to ask, why are you here?" Which is how it feels going there, you guys. <laughs> and. So that's not how it is here. It's very upfront. Like it is what it is and nobody's going to give you a hard time about your choices. Like several times I was like, like I'd never had escargot before. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? And so they're like, you can do whatever you like, you know? And I've worked in a nice restaurant before where if people weren't doing things right, there was definitely some looking down your nose at people like, oh, they don't know how to do that. But I didn't not get that vibe here at all like this was a very like make you feel comfortable kind of place absolutely <laughs> and Richard hates pretentiousness more than anything I think that's partially why you don't want to go to nice restaurants with me because you hate the pretentiousness you're like being obstinate or something <laughs> and not wanting to dress up but jokes on you they loved you just the way you were <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that was Del Frisco's, and we definitely highly recommend them. Yes. Uh, great service, great atmosphere. The food, food tasted. Oh, we didn't talk about the asparagus or the green funk, the sides, you guys, guys. There are even more pictures of even more delicious things to talk about. The asparagus is excellent and perfectly cooked. And it comes with hollandaise, and which is also perfect. Then the green funk is like this spinach casserole with mushrooms and onions and maybe some bacon and cheesiness. And it's incredible. There are like replica recipes online. So I looked that up. And you guys, there's a reason they're trying to copycat this recipe because it's delicious. 
Richard didn't like it, but I did, and I'm happy because I get it later, and he won't have it. So, ha -ha. So, yes, go for all of the things. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been uh, Lou Reviews. Oh, yeah, I should say we are rebranding. So, the Louisville Food Reviews podcast will continue um, to maintain this name, but our page on Facebook. It's um, changed to The Lou Review. We have a new website, lourevue.com. We are expanding beyond food to uh, cover experiences and support other local businesses that are not just only food. Um, we also, our Instagram, I've changed the title to The Lou Review, but we have to keep the handle of Lou Food Reviews just because that wasn't available because it's too general, I guess. It had been taken by somebody else to have The Lou Review, so... Check us out on social media and feel free to check out our website as well. All right. And we will see you in the next one. Or you will hear us in the next one. Bye. Bye.